Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I'm Michael Bennett with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're listening to The Gridiron Show. Hello, dear loyal listeners, and welcome to The Gridiron Show. Before we get things kicked off with the show proper, and I should probably apologize for the fact that we've been missing for the last week or so, but uh, before we get into the show itself, uh, a lot of you have been in touch about the tour that we announced a few weeks ago. A lot of you very excited, looking to book up, finding groups of people so you can go for the four-person deal, etc. But there's quite a few of you who are asking whether or not we're going to be running this in, in in future years and whether or not you know there's there's other options available to you if you can't afford the full amount and you know we're very understanding here we realize that that might be the case for some people it's uh, it's a great deal and for a kind of once in a lifetime trip it's definitely going to be well worth it but the decision has been made to create not just the gridiron tour not just the gridiron tour xl but and i'm going to try and get this right because i think we agreed to call it Gridiron Tour Mini, Andrew Hill, are you on the line? I am, gentlemen, how are you? I'm fine, I'm a bit disappointed, my suggestion of Gridiron Tour Light, L-I-T-E, didn't uh, come to pass, but that's fine, I I won't hold it against you both. (laughs) So just Andrew, talk us through for the people who who, uh, might be interested in this kind of new half version of the tour, maybe like we say they're not able to afford the full thing, but they want to come and join us for some cracking... Uh, football action out in the states what are the two splits what do you get with them and uh, and yeah how can people get involved all the options are out on our website right now so if you go to sportstraveltours.com click on the nfl link and then go to the gridiron tour you'll have uh, a page that lists all the options basically what we've done is we've uh, split the tour so that um, people can do Los Angeles and Mexico, Mexico City. And for those that want to do the second half of the tour, starts in Dallas, doing Dallas, New York. And then we've done um, um, an XL version of the second half where we've added on the Philadelphia Green Bay game at the end. Um, so it's an extra night, an extra game. So basically, the, the tours are... are, are made it very simple to split it into two. Um, makes sense for people who wanted to see, want to go to Mexico City, but have already been to Dallas or have already been to New York. Mm. Um, obviously, Los Angeles and Mexico City makes a lot of sense together, both warm weather uh, cities. The That tour includes your UCLA-USC game. Now, that game we've, we've talked about before. It's going to be a cracker. It's a big rivalry game in California. You get the the Rams game and the Monday night game in Mexico City, as well as the Tuesday where we do some sightseeing in Mexico City. You fly back on the Wednesday. So when it, when the the group that's doing the full tour flies on to Dallas, you'd fly back to the UK. For those that are do, want to do the second part, you fly in on Wednesday um, into Dallas. So you arrive the same day as the rest of the group does from Mexico City. You do the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, the the two college games, 
SMU on the Saturday and the Texas Tech Baylor game on the Friday. Then we fly over to New York, do the um, Jets Patriots game on the Sunday. And then you can choose to finish at that point and travel home, travel home with those who are doing the standard gridiron tour. But if you want to um, increase it, make it an extra large, then carry on to Philadelphia and we do the Philadelphia Green Bay game on the Monday night. This is incredible. I mean, Philadelphia Green Bay is going to be great. I'm going to work backwards. Philadelphia Green Bay, fantastic. Then you've got, before that, the Jets and the Pats. Massive rivalry uh, in the MetLife. That's incredible. In New York. And Ollie, Ollie, let's not forget that included in that, we've got the tailgating and the stadium tours as oh, well. Of course, which tailgating, for anyone who hasn't actually properly done it, I suppose if you, if you think about um, a big... <laughs> it's like a car boot sale but everyone's got food and it's kind of free for all and you're english and they'll love you it honestly yeah, is ollie, amazing ollie in new york it's even better than that because it's gonna be cold in new york at that time of year yeah so so we're doing our indoor tailgate all inclusive with a pl- uh, former player meet and greet everything involved so you don't have to be out in the cold oh, you don't good. have to deal with the weather and it's going to be all the food all the uh, beer etc you can drink it's going to be stunning well, that's great because there's nothing worse than tailgating when it's raining there is there is nothing worse than that but then before that it's in dallas you've got the two college games and it could be the reunion of a century this century's ultimate reunion ollie hunter ollie too small hunter eats meets ed too tall jones it's incredible (laughs) (laughs) we've we've certainly got a, a ton of great things on these tours and every day there's something happening uh, you get a chance to see the cities that you're in. There's plenty of time for that, but every day you've got something happening. So it's 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 for a football fan, it, it's pretty much Nirvana. Now, uh, Andrew, totally separately, and something that I had in mind for the the other part of the tour. And do people need to pay their full amount up front? No, they don't. No, it's a deposit. Um, if you go online and you start the booking process, you'll see the deposit, um, the deposit option. You can pay it all up front if you prefer, but you can pay a deposit, £500. That secures your place on the tour, and then the balance is due eight weeks prior, so mid-September. So it gives you plenty of time to pay a deposit, and then you can pay incremental payments, or you can pay it all off in September. Fantastic. That means people have got enough time to... Uh, get their overtime booked um, <laughs> to 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 place those lottery tickets. No, but it's not, it, it, I say that, but it's not even it's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's not that expensive. Well, it's not. We're going to do it every year. Well, okay, but for people going, it's it's not that not that expensive for what you actually get. And I mean the 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 caveat, the whole thing. Thanksgiving in in America in Dallas. I I, I can't wait. Deep fried turkey. Wow. I'm excited to see Ollie in Mexico. Little sombrero on his balding head. Always. Trying to speak, trying to speak Spanish to the locals. Hola. Cor- correcting their pronunciations, I suspect. I can't even speak Spanish. I speak Portuguese. <laughs> Different language. <laughs> Different language, Andrew. Look, I'm, I'm looking for the whole thing. I can't wait to see, to see how everybody reacts. Los Angeles is going to be new for everybody, including me, because we started our business back in 98, and the, the Rams and the Raiders have already left by then. So we've never done a pro game in Los Angeles. Um, so that's going to be brand new for us. Obviously, we've done college games there. But seeing and, and having the opportunity to go to the Coliseum and the Rose Bowl um, in two consecutive days is going, to be, is going to be fantastic. 
Mexico City, again, it's a first. And it's a first, although there have been games there before, we've, as a company, we've never done, we've never done a game out there. So it, it's going to be exciting for everybody involved. Brilliant stuff. Look, Andrew, as, as we say, it, it, everything positive we say about it uh, can go, only go so far. But the fact of the matter is, is that with all the fact that you can pay a deposit with these extra half tours that we've introduced, the first half, second half tours and the uh, XL versus regular options as well. There's just no reason to not find a way to get out on this tour. And if you're a gridiron listener and say you want to come out uh, and you feel like you're coming on your own, but you want to sh- either share a room or be involved, with other people you know get involved get in touch we know a lot of our listeners already interact with each other on twitter etc so uh yeah get get a definitely get involved because it's going to be it's going to be brilliant and it doesn't matter if you come on your own or in a big group you'll enjoy it nonetheless andrew thank you for your time as always sir i appreciate it brilliant stuff ollie should we do the show let's do it Red Iron Show in association with Sports Travel Tours, Travel for Sports Fans by Sports Fans. And apologies, but this is our first show since the draft. So Simon Clancy is going to be joining us on the line in a little while to pick through our favourite and least favourite drafts. We'll go through some news. We'll have a chat with Andrew Hill. Loads to get to, so let's just enjoy it. This is the Red Iron Show. Fading down, Will, so you can talk now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that obvious that I didn't know when to come in? I was just having a little dance. I was enjoying myself for yeah, once. It was that obvious. It was that obvious. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. By the magic of technology, you're somewhere else. I'm in the studio. Uh, it's just wonderful. And we finally got around to doing this, so hooray. Know, you've been a disgrace. Uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, podcastites, Will said, oh, I'm a bit lazy. I don't know whether I should come into the studio. Um, I quite literally, those are quite literally the words I yeah. used. I said, can, can I do it from home or do you want me there? By the way, I'm just being a bit lazy. Yeah, but the thing is, the amount of times I've done from home and you've just been there, you know, it swings around about, swings around about. At least we're getting one out uh, to, to everybody after the, after the draft. Do you know what I hate, Ollie Hunter? Um, uh, <laughs> I, you I, hate I, people that stand on the left rather than the right on an escalator. Oh, did you see there's that one station, uh, I think it might be Angel, I'm trying to remember where it is, it's somewhere on the Victoria line, where they've tried to enact uh, standing on both sides of the, uh, of the escalator during rush hour. What are they doing? To, Why? To, he- to help sort out the capacity issues. And uh, they've got a guy who stands, they've got signs up and everything, and they've got a guy who stands at the bottom of the... Uh, he stands at the bottom of the escalator, letting everyone know, by the way, just remember, you can stand on both sides, yada, 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 and everyone ignores him. Oh, everyone good. continues to do it the way that they've been doing it for years, and I love it. Yeah, good. Uh, suck it to the man. Um, and no, it's not disorganised drafts, which annoy me either, Ollie. Hashtag in-joke. Um, <laughs> 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 Shambles. It's, it's people who overrate things. 
Okay, because, so what's been overrated? Because we are the kings of hyperbole. We, we are we are the kings of hyperbole. But I think if you're going to give something a rating system, and this kind of follows on from the um, kind of follows on a little bit from the draft as well, because all the stuff that happened in the draft with the grades and everything else, there's nothing worse than draft grades because you have no idea how good that class really is. Like. I'd love to go back and look at what the Seahawks draft grade was for that 2012 class because I bet they got like a, a C plus or a B minus, yeah, and they were, and they got like six starters from that class, so which is phenomenal. So it's nonsense. It, the I whole think it was thing, BS. Exactly. Well yeah. said, man who's no longer in the NFL. <laughs> um, uh, the yeah, I, I just it frustrates me to death, but. The reason I say that is because I just clicked on a link from the Twitter, and you're going to love what link I just tweeted on. I I clicked on um, the best burgers in London from GQ magazine. So I'm really living up to that fat man attitude that I've got. That's all right. Um, I like a burger. I like a burger. Like I'm planning to go out for dinner one night in the next couple of weeks uh, with the uh, in a couple of weeks in a couple of days with the missus, and I was like. Ah, GQ have done an article. I know where I like a good burger from, but if they've ranked it, maybe we could pick one. So on this article, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is about live counting. Eight, nine, ten, eleven burgers on this article. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If there are eleven burgers and it's got them ranked in order, why don't you know? Why did you have to live count? Don't they have it one to eleven? It's not ranked in order. What's the point? Right. This is the thing. It's not ranked in order. No burger gets less than a four out of five, and five of the 11 get a five out of five. So how are you meant to... How has that made me know where I want to go for a burger? No. I, now I just know five places that I might fancy a burger. And the thing is, actually, I disagree with them. Like, Honest Burger is never a five out of five burger. It's a good quality, solid four. It's point. never a five. Yep. Ludic- the whole thing is ludicrous, and I'm disgusted. The, a sneaky burger place is, I think it's called the Alexandra in Wimbledon, opposite this big department store. Okay. It's a pub, and it has this incredible burger sauce. The burgers aren't too big, but they're fat. You know, they're like fat burgers. They're not big, round patties, but they're fat, sort of fillet steak kind of burgers. Nice. Oh, nice. my God. The great, unheralded Little unknown burgers at that place. Loved it. We should go one there. Of, one of the... Uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's near us both now. Yeah. One of one of the... Oh, my wife's calling. Sorry, I'm going to have to answer this because she never calls in the day, so it might actually be something important. Unbelievable. Hello. Sorry. It's all right. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. Everything is absolutely fine. Because uh, I know, I mean, your missus is a bit of a, uh, she's a warrior. She is a warrior. She, yeah. she, she's quite an anxious person. But more importantly, uh, it, it was, I get it was kind of important. But mm-hmm. I think the real reason she rang was to make sure that I was awake and doing some stuff on the house. Because I've been sleeping a lot recently. Well, listen, look, you've got to sleep. You do, you do, fun, <laughs> you do funny hours. Um, I know it's difficult to go from from funny hours to not regular sleep when you're not working. So, yeah, I, I understand why she did that. You're a lazy bastard. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Right. Let's uh, let's talk some football, shall we? Let's talk some football. There's one particular piece of news uh, that 
I love. And I want you to run through your normal bits of news. And when you hit that bits of, bit of news that you think that I really love, I'd like you to, to point it out. And then I'll let you know if you're right you, or not. You'd like me to point it out. I, I know. I, do you know what? I already know what it is. Okay. I, I will put five English pounds on me getting it correctly. But you have to, I don't know how to do this to make it fair, because you could just say, no, I'm wrong. Well, no, no, uh, you, you have my word on the podcast uh, that if you get it right, I will, I will buy you a pint. This is a beer bet. Uh, yes, we haven't had a beer bet in a little while. This is Excellent. a beer bet. So there's one particular piece of news that I love. Will, will Gavin get it? Now, you, you, can, like- you can wait until uh, halfway through going through all of the I, news, or you I'm can gonna- lead off with it. I think I'm going to save it for last. Oh, okay. I, I think I'm going to save it for last. What if so, you if what if you go through that piece of news, and uh, you've got it wrong basically? And just tell me then. Okay, fine. Then just tell me. That's fine. Let, okay. But I know. But I know I've got it right. right. I know you very well, Ollie Hunter, and I know exactly that I've got it right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is great. A new way of doing the news on the Gridiron Show. And, and incredibly, it's not Packers related. Um, we will talk about the draft as well. We talked a lot about the first round in our in our initial look back, and you know we loved what the Jags did in particular. Obviously, I did like what the Titans did, but we'll get into it with Simon Clancy and talk about a bit of value, etc., in a short while. But uh, yeah, we have had a few questions in on Twitter as well. One of which just being, um, where have you been? <laughs> That's very true. Uh, there's a guy I play cricket with called Ben Priest. And uh, he's the nicest bloke. But he, he was a bit annoyed when, uh, when he said, what are you doing? Where's the, I've caught up on all of your podcasts. I've even gone back and re-listened to other podcasts. Because Oof. where have you Oof. been? Uh, Oof, I, said, I said, listen, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit happens that that's basically what i said yeah yeah I, I and i'm so sorry guys that we have yeah. been delayed but let's get to some football news finally after my burger rant uh this was one of my favorite pieces of news from the last week as a personal favorite this could be the other thing that is your favorite piece of news but i don't think it is and the reason i love this piece of news is because i when I don't know about you. I, I have a Bleacher Report email that comes into my email every day with just 49ers-specific news. No, this is not my favourite piece of news. Well done. Fine. Great. Um, so, yeah, with 49ers-specific news. And when the headline was that... Uh, <laughs> when the headline was that a 49ers executive believes that Jared Hayne will make a jump this season, when that's the moment you realise that Jared Hayne is still on your roster... Uh, that's an indication of what a shit show your uh, your entire franchise and organisation is. I genuinely didn't know he was still there. I, I know th- knew they re-signed him to the practice squad last year. I just assumed he'd be gone by now. Why is that news? I don't know why it's news, but it's on the news cycle. So I just mentioned it because it made me laugh. I mean, it's fair enough. It's made me sort of giggle as well, but only inside because you know it doesn't even register if he does anything next year or this season it will be a huge shock because he did nothing before apart from drop consecutive punts wasn't it um yeah he's got everyone just, says he's got the talent but we we yet to see it we yet to believe it we'll see it we'll believe it when we see it i would i did want to share a feel good story which isn't really news but um uh, this Cam- is about jared hayne no no this oh, is about Cam Irving. sorry 
Cam Irving, who, friend of the show, one of the nicest people we met at the Super Bowl, and so open and honest with us about all the Johnny Manziel stuff. Um, he uh, he went along to... Uh, he did the classic... I know this happens quite a bit, but somebody got in touch saying, like, will you take me to prom? Um, and he took this girl in a wheelchair to her prom, who's a big Browns fan, but massively, they didn't make a big PR deal out of it, which is what I love. We only know about it because somebody happened to tweet a, fi- a picture of it. And that's, mm. that's what I love about it. And what a nice bloke is that he just did it. It wasn't all for PR. It wasn't for everything else. I got into an argument with someone this weekend about John Terry because I basically, when he was sent off and it meant he was going to miss his last two Chelsea games and never, ever play in the Premier League again, I kind of tweeted, what a fitting end to an utter bastard or something like that. And somebody came back to me and went, what about all the charity work he does? What about all of this? And I was just like, look, if you're earning £150,000 a week, it's quite easy to give a bit of money back to charity or shake the hand of a kid when they come to the training ground. It's how you act around people day to day that I care about and how you purport yourself. And he's just a tosser. Well, Cam Irving, he's, he's clearly a lovely man. Um... And, and he's a racist. Yeah, there's that as well. Well, there was that... Um... There was that uh, Cam Newton uh, sort of stuff going around at the back end of last season where he was doing a load of um, charitable work and, and taking pictures with kids. I can't really remember what it was for, but I don't think too much. Uh, quite a bit was made of that, but I think it was it was to highlight the cause rather than um, Cam Newton's good uh, do-gooding, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas this Cam Irving thing, it's great, isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah. In John Terry's defence... He did pay, I, th- I think, um, and this will be the only and last ever time that I'll do this, guys. Being a QPR fan, I hate Chelsea and everything that John Terry is. But he did pay for a, a leukemia uh, child's funeral. And that was only released by the family and not by John Terry. So, you know, there are a few things that, that some people do uh, which, are, which are good. Are you going to continue undermining me or can we get on with the show? Let's get on with the show. <laughs> uh, Julian Edelman has undergone a second foot surgery. Can he bounce back and be in Credleman next year? Oh, do you uh, uh, have something to say to me? Or no, absolutely not. No? Okay, it's it's a weird position group in uh, in. Uh, the, the Patriots because we love the Martellus Bennett signing I love Dion Lewis I think if he can push on and show what he did in the eight sort of seven or eight games he did play last season before his injury then he can be a for certainly at least a first and second down back I don't know if he's a three down back because of his size but he's a great pass catcher I love him I think he's great but their their wide receiver group is Incredleman Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, this uh, Malcolm Mitchell, the guy, guy they drafted, Keyshawn Martin, Aaron Dobson, Nate Washington. Like, that's like the Browns level of wide receiver. It's a bit of hodgepodge, isn't Edelman. it? Yeah, just a bit. But, just a bit. But when you've I mean, got Bennett you're and Gronk, you know, one of those will be one of the three wideouts, I should think. Yeah. So You're just out there to divert the uh, the attention of one corner or one safety, really, aren't you? Yeah, I, th- I can't see too many of those other guys, but you never know with what Bill Belichick does uh, and continually um, puts two fingers up to fancy players, analysts, people like you and I, uh, which probably don't uh, fall in either of those two groups. Um, but <laughs> he, he continually does weird things, and you never know. Uh, Nate Washington could be the leading receiver of the New England Patriots next uh, this season. <laughs> it, it's that up in the air. Incredible. Uh 
Some news about a German. Could this be his favourite piece of news? I don't think so, because it's not the German I'm thinking of. It's defensive end Bjorn Werner, who has signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, we're we're going to talk about the Jags defence in general and what they've done this year, but Werner's a player who never quite lived up to uh, the hype in Indianapolis. Uh, I think they drafted him a little early, but... They're desperate for pass rush there. They were, the, I think, second or third worst team at hurrying the quarterback last season. Uh, they've gone out and got Malik Jackson. They've got Dante Fowler coming back. Uh, they've got uh, players who we already like in the middle in the likes of St. Derek Marks. So uh, all this is going to do, and, and uh, oh, the guy they signed in the third round who looks like, uh, Sheldon Day they got in the fourth. The guy they got in the third round who looks like a really good situational pass rusher. And this is just adding another talented body to a group that could be really impressive next year. So I like it. I really like it. It's almost last chance saloon. I mean, there'll always be the Browns that will sign anyone who who looks like they're on the way out. But almost last chance saloon for Bjorn Werner. Uh, he did. You're right. He didn't live up to expectation. But it's just a bit of strength in depth, isn't it, uh, for the Jags? And they're looking scary. I mean, we thought this about the Miami Dolphins last year when they added Incomodu Sue and we thought that would really push on their defense. Sorry, that, sorry. What did you call him? Gunkumada <laughs> Dunsu. Uh, that will re- really uh, push their defense forward. It didn't happen. And it could be one of those things that too many players, will they all click and, and gel in time? I think they're actually going to be really, really good. Really scary. Scary but, good. But actually, I mean, you look at that Dolphins defense. When, oh, come on in, Sue did start on the <laughs> middle of that line. When he started to get better and better, that's when you saw more production out of their defensive ends. And I think that's why Olivier Vernon, the last eight games of last season, was superb. Like, yeah. Better than we've ever seen at any other time. Whether that should have earned him the contract he got at the Giants, well, we've already pretty much communicated our doubts on that. But that had a lot to do with Sue's presence in the middle. And I think that's what Malik Jackson is potentially going to offer the uh, the edge rushers for the Jags. So they've just improved on every level. And we're going like to wax took, lyrical more. It took, uh, it took them eight, eight games for that to start to click. A change of coach, a uh, change of head coach. Will that happen with Jacksonville? I hope it won't happen in the first week because they take on Green Bay. But, you know, you you can't tell. You never know really how things are going to fall into place um, and how long it will take for everyone to, to gel and to click. Uh, Ricardo Lockette, um uh, is retiring from the NFL. Now, I actually forgot about this injury um, until they mentioned that he was going to be uh, having a retirement ceremony today. But when I was looking back on it, it was um, uh, obviously the undrafted free agent spent all four seasons with the Seahawks, was in punt coverage when he got hit by Jeff Heath, the Cowboys safety. And I'd completely forgotten about this, but this was a really nasty. It was one of those ones where the player immediately slumps to the ground mm and doesn't move and is down for a long period of time. And, and I, I had forgotten this had happened, but apparently he suffered quite severe um, ligament damage to his neck and won't play, be playing in the NFL anymore. So even though uh, the Seahawks aren't always my favourite team, you never want to see that happen to a player. And so uh, big love out to Ricardo Lockett, I guess. Yeah, to be fair, I thought it was... Um, I thought my fancy uh, team had been dealt a huge blow, but then I realised I had Tyler Lockett uh, without the E. Um, on the end of it so yeah very very unfortunate for Ricardo I wonder if anything's going to happen to Jeff Heath I wonder if Ricardo Lockett will will do um, any sort of retrospective suing for loss of earnings who knows Um, we'll have to wait and see with that but yeah horrible horrible to see a a player leave um, 
leave leave the NFL like that. Uh, Sam Bradford, this was my other thing I thought could have been your favourite piece of news, just because it's been hilarious how pathetically wishy-washy this holdout has been. Uh, the Tim, the, he is going back to the Eagles after about four days of holding out. Uh, basically, it appeared that his attempt was some kind of power play to join the Broncos. Apparently, the Broncos did have a conversation with them before they went up and got Paxton Lynch, and they weren't offering enough for the Eagles to be tempted by it. And essentially, Sam Bradford, with a bit of a whimper, texted the, uh, the head coach and, and Howie Roseman and went, yeah, I'm going to come in on Monday. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> on the uh, American Sports Show with Nat Coombs uh, on TalkSport 2, um, I, <laughs> I found a little bit of audio of Connor Barwin uh, on a... Four days like no other. A festival like no other. For a bookmaker like no other. Bet Fred. Get up to £40 in free bets when you sign up using promo code CHELP40 and stake £10 on any Cheltenham race. Bet Fred at the heart of Cheltenham. 18 plus, new UK customers only. Available from March 6th to March 13th. £30 free bets credited within 10 hours of first bet settlement. Extra £10 free bets credited if first bet loses. Full terms at betfred.com slash promotions. Keep it fun. Begambleaware.org. On a local um, Philly radio station who kind of broke the news before everyone sort of knew about it he he said that uh, uh, sam has texted him and he's coming into training tomorrow and Did, didn't he say word on the street is or something ridiculous like <laughs> yeah. that but uh, he also joked i i feel like i'm a uh, sam bradford's uh, pa guy uh, the amount of news and people the amount of times people are asking me about him uh, he also <laughs> said that um, the team believe in, in bradford and uh, he he didn't say that all of the all of the team uh, thought of him, him as uh, the Phillies' number one under centre come the start of the season, but he said most of them. And if he's not number one, it would be very very surprising. Uh, let's rattle through a few pieces that uh, I don't really have much to say about. Uh, <laughs> LA Rams can have nothing nice. TJ McDonald has been arrested on suspension of DUI after allegedly hitting a parked car on Tuesday morning. Incredible. Here's the other part of it. Sorry, Mc- did did he? How did I not even think of that? That's incredible. McDonald was arrested. Get this at eight thirty a.m. So he was drunk <laughs> under the influence and and rammed a parked car at eight thirty a.m. Oh, the LA Rams! Will oh, you ever man. get it right? I love the fact that Jason Campbell intends to resume playing in twenty sixteen. Maybe he saw the Sam Bradford news and thought, "Here's my chance, guys! If anyone can come back, I can." Oh, calm yourself down, Jason Campbell. Um, the, the stuff about the this Adam uh, the Manning Tannehill meeting I found quite interesting. Um, did more- you? I did not. <laughs> just tell the listeners i won't be listening it was well uh, ryan Tannehill has had an off-season meeting with peyton manning uh in which yeah peyton manning the most cerebral quarterback uh along with maybe tom brady to have ever graced our game he changed the Do you way think the he's game got the biggest played. head He's he's got a huge it's forehead. It's massive, think. isn't it? And it and it's got bigger over the last like ten years. If you go back and look at photos of him when he was yeah. drafted, the forehead isn't as big. Now tell me, did you ever used to watch uh, Red Dwarf? I loved Red Dwarf. Do you remember when Lister had space mumps and his head got massive? <laughs> yeah, that's I do. like Peyton Manning's head. You're saying he's a little bit elephant, Manny? <laughs> he's a bit, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lester's favourite son. Not anymore. 
that's Claudia Ranieri now. Um, yeah, I, I do think it's interesting, but uh, I, the reason I find it interesting is or, what it said to me is how much sway and influence Adam Gase had in that Broncos offensive room as a younger guy for Peyton to say agree to do this for Adam Gase like it's not because he's mates with Tannehill it's because he's mates with Gase that just showed me the level of respect that was there and and I you know that's why I liked it that's why I thought it was interesting but obviously you didn't so let's move on he's retired Uh, he's gone uh, Cameron Wake has penned a new extension through to the 2017 season includes 10 million dollars guaranteed and a maximum of 18 million over those two years um Genuinely, the only reason, and we can ask Clancy about this, but he'll talk for like eight minutes without us being able to interrupt him. So maybe it's a bad idea. But genuinely, the only reason I can see that they've done this is because it reduces his cap number for this year. So it's cost you it's cost you ten million dollars in order to make sure that you can actually afford to sign your rookies this year. What a mess, Miami. What a mess. <laughs> oh. He's 34. He's coming off an Achilles injury. Like, uh, the only... Nobody's really come off that Achilles tear particularly well. And uh, the only guy of his age uh, who I heard pointed out somewhere else was Robert Mathis, who was not explosive coming off it. And I love mm. Cam Wake. He's one of the most interesting, intelligent, funny guys in the NFL. And he's brilliant when he's on the field. But I think that injury may have been the end of his career. And Miami just didn't want to cut him um so here's another 10 million dollars just so you cost us less in the long term good wasn't adrian peterson uh, an achilles guy Uh, no it was an acl Uh, it was an acl yeah yeah and he was slightly younger wasn't he what they can do with acl surgery nowadays is absolutely insane it just like uh, yeah i fully expect dante fowler to come back and look just as explosive as he did coming out of the draft in the first place i i yeah it's got to the point where an acl they're coming off an acl injury no longer terrifies me and think they're never going to come back and be good again um because in that same season you didn't just have adrian peterson you had jamal charles as well now jamal charles coming off a second acl surgery at his age i'm not so sure about but First time, you'll be fine. Uh, I like the way you shoehorned another bit of (laughs) Jags news in there. (laughs) Was that a snoring man or what? It was was a Jaguar drop. That sounded like a snoring man. Yeah, maybe you snoring. That, that's what, that, that is what I sound like after like ten beers. Amazing. <laughs> I think I've just pretty much recreated that. You perfect. just did. Uh, I did not use the drop again. It was actually weird. <laughs> um, talking of the Jaguars, right? There's three or four bits of news. We got to get to your favourite bit, and we got to get to listeners' questions and talk draft. So I'm aware that we are taking up a lot of time. Get on with it. Have you got that bit of audio of the uh, of the Jags fan that is incredible? They say they have the best draft in the entire NFL. Are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show <laughs> no the reason i love it and i know people who listen to around the nfl they would have heard this already uh, this is one of the reasons we should have done a show sooner because i've had that ready to go for like two weeks that woman is incredible like I, it's I, also <laughs> but you've got to see the video as well because it's the eyes it, it she's amazing it's, it's genuinely hypnotized by her when she did it but she sat in like one of those little motor scooters that you get if you're not really disabled just a bit fat 
Uh, and she that, that little s- sentence there was wrong on so many <laughs> levels. I can't tell you that. It's lucky we're not broadcast because that, no, I would have had not, to have dumped that. It wasn't a proper motorized wheelchair, was it? It was just one of those ones like you can you can sometimes just rent when you go into Sainsbury's, <laughs> and you just basically see fat people on it. I mean, I'm probably going to be using one of those scooters within five years, Ollie. So <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> just stop eating pizza. Just so yeah. <laughs> That's definitely going in as a new sound drop, the, whatever the last line is that she says. Yep. Uh, <laughs> brilliant. Um, the Lions have acquired, acquired John Bostick in a trade with the Patriots for a conditional seventh-round pick. I just found that funny because they gave up a seventh-round pick for John Bostick uh, to bring him back into the division. Yep. Ridiculous. Um, uh, interesting bit of news on the Seahawks line is that they're going to be moving 2014 second-round pick Justin Britt into centre. Uh, the line improved so much last year when they changed the offensive line round and stopped basically trying to use defensive linemen on the O-line. Um, and, and suddenly, I mean, Russell Okun and J.R. Sweezy leaving free agency. They brought in uh, Jermaine Effetti, which was really important. So at the moment, it's probably going to be Gary Gilliam at left tackle, Mark Glo- Glowinski, <laughs> Britt at centre, Effetti at right guard, and Jamarcus Webb at right tackle. It's got flexibility because they can all play different positions, but it also has maybe one true top-level NFL starter, if that. So they're making improvements. They're trying to sort it out. It's not looking great at the moment. No, not looking great. It's kind of like they've got um, they've got guys that can do many positions, kind of good, but a master of none. You know, Jack. Jack <laughs> there's a famous phrase for that, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love the thing about Robert Incondice going into Cardinals practice and killing everybody and having to be told, like, basically be told by Arians, chill out. I know you're good. Calm down. Just take a chill pill. Relax. You know, it's the first week of of practice. Just chill out, man. Yeah, uh, that was funny to me. And this this has to be your favourite bit of news. There's no way this isn't your favourite bit of news. Moritz Bowringer gets approved for the umlaut on his jersey. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, it's Kickwatch news. It's foreign language news. It's European player news. It's everything Ollie loves. It's, <laughs> it's all of it. It's, it could. Be, I don't know whether. There'll be a better bit of news before now in the end of the season. Uh, it's number one. You, sir, have won yourself a beer because uh, I always knew that you'd get it. But this is great news. I mean, this is wonderful. E- explain. Fa- well, basically, uh, he was the umlaut has um, be- never been previously on the, uh, the, the the NFL jersey, and what they were going to have to do is spell it B O E H R I N G E R Boeringer. And um, now he's getting his umlaut. It's it's amazing. For those that don't know, umlaut is uh, the two little dots above the above a, a vowel. It signifies a different um, uh, sound to. It's a vowel to, mutation. Yeah, a different sound to what uh, uh, to what the vowel normally is, and it it's how his name's spelled in German. It annoyed me that it had an e. It annoyed me that. Um, that I saw a, a jersey, I think a practice jersey, that also had an E. Uh, Ollie, 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 let me ask you a question. Without looking at the article, I'm hoping you've got it closed in front yeah, of I you. Know, I know the open. question. I know the question. Ask, just ask the listeners. 
Who is the only other player in the NFL to have special dispensation, to have special characters on the back of his jersey? If you said Pierre Garçon, you were right! <laughs> there we go, see? That kind of works. Yeah, I had, I had read that article. Um, I would have probably got it, I think. Because that's, that's a Salida or something, isn't it? It's a, a Cedilia. It's a, I think it's a Cedilia. Uh, Salida del Sol. It's, there's, yeah. He's got a thing above the A and below the C, though, hasn't he? Get out of town. Fancy, fancy bastard. Uh, I, what I really liked uh, as well Garçon. was... Um, we're going to be speaking with Mobo at some point in the next two weeks. Um, Are you we've sure? got well, the Vikings have said we can. So, and this is something I was going to mention at the top of the show. One of the reasons we've kind of been delaying is that we've got a few rookie interviews on the cusp, set up, ready to go, but they've not quite come through yet. So we figured we'd do a little show for you here. It's ending up being quite a long show. Um, and then we'd come back with some interviews over the next couple of weeks. But one of them is Mobo. Uh, we'll be speaking with him. But I love that Zimmer was like, uh, classic, no-nonsense Mike Zimmer, the feel-good story is over. <laughs> well, he just wants to get down to business, get see what this guy's all about. Fair enough. Uh, I'm still on the feel-good train. Yeah, I thought you might be. Uh, as Ollie Hunter would say, hashtag shambles. Unfortunately, due to technical issues and errors, we weren't able to get Simon Clancy on the line. So what we're going to do, this has been quite a long show anyway, and we've got some great guests lined up over the next couple of weeks. So Simon's going to join us early next week. We'll do some draft chat then. Plus, we'll go through the rosters as we go through. In fact, I'm going to explain all that in a minute, but uh, we'll go through it all as we get the players on. So apologies we didn't get to draft stuff now. But what we'll do instead is answer all of your Twitter questions. Let's get to that. Uh, first of all, here was my explanation at the time as to why our draft chat was so short rather than why it didn't exist at all. Sorry. A, it's been like two weeks now, so I'm sure you're sick of hearing what other people think of the draft by this point. And B, as we look at the teams going into the season, I'm sure we'll do some kind of division-by-division division review. We'll give more thought and information and, and what we think of the rookies uh, and, and the draft class as we go through. So there's plenty, there's lots of off-season to go, guys. Don't worry, we'll talk about it. I think there's so much off-season and so much to talk about. We can do a whole show per division. You know what I mean? You're crazy. It's, I am crazy, but listen, we've, uh, we've treated our listeners like idiots and fools by not doing this sooner. So let's give them a promise that, a bit like uh, we will be talking Jags next week, uh, the promise that you gave last year, uh, and we never, never ended up doing it. So <laughs> let's give them we a promise that we won't keep. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's get to some of the Twitter questions. Let's keep that promise at least. Uh, and amazingly, the first two questions we've had in both relate to one man. Fitzpatrick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fitzpatrick. Oh, wait, I had it lined up anyway. Ho, 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 this magic! <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> incredible. Um, Tom Knight asks, if the Jets don't start slash sign Fitz, who should they start? Gino Petty or Hack? The that's Hack! Ki that's kind of a little bit like, you know, when somebody asks you, would you rather be blind or deaf? Would you rather <laughs> lose an arm or a leg? Like <laughs> Snog, marry, avoid. It's, it's a would you rather type question. Yes. I guess... I would actually no no my answer is Gino. 
Gino, I don't believe you should start. I think the- he's had his time. He's not good enough. Plug and play Christian Hackenberg. You're crazy. He needs so much work. Gino, oh, keep him, keep him up, uh, keeping you up, are we? <laughs> I was really hoping that wouldn't have come across because I was dialing in from elsewhere. But yeah, I'm a little bit sleepy. Um, no, I, I think Gino had a few good games towards the end of the 2014 season, and then went and punched a linebacker. You know, we so we know he's an idiot, but actually, he was their starter last year. Fitz wasn't meant to start. And I, so I think Gino's the obvious person. Cal actually on that same point asks, who's going to be this year's Fitzmagic, uh, an older QB? I think you can probably expand out to older player who gets a surprise starting role and shines. Um, I think he's not so much an older player, but I think there's a good chance that one of either Bradford's better than we expect him to be because I think that the Doug Peterson slash Andy Reid system should be nice and simplified for him. And he's got a lot of weapons there. So he doesn't need to do a huge amount. He can just get the ball out quickly. Uh, Mark Sanchez, uh, if he's likely to start at the Broncos. I don't think he'll start. I think it will be Paxton Lynch. The idea that Mark Sanchez would ever get a 10-win season in his career again uh, would have genuinely been as long a shot as Leicester winning the Premier League. And uh, if they don't shoot their load and start Paxton Lynch too soon. He could easily have a 10-win season, at least, with that defence there. So I think there's less an older guy, but there's a couple of younger guys who I think people are going to come out at the end of the year and suddenly someone's going to trade like a second-round pick for them uh, and then realise that they've wasted their time. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. Davy Green tweet says, with draft and free agency over, which London game are you looking forward to most? Hashtag Jags aren't shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to going to see um, the game at Twickenham. Is it uh, the Red, uh, the Washington team versus LA? Uh, no, isn't it the Cincinnati Bagels? Oh, that's it. You're right. It's the Bagels. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to... Uh, it's it's lasted long in my memory. Uh, very much <laughs> looking forward to going to Twickenham. I think it's a fantastic stadium. Uh, no, no, so, no. Sorry, right. So Giants-Rams is at Twickenham. So that game I'm looking forward to. I got one so- of the teams, right? So Giants-Rams is at Twickenham. Washington-Cincy is at Wembley. That's the last of the three games. And Colts-Jags is the first of the three. Actually, do you know what? When these games came out, some people were quite sniffy about some of it on Twitter. I think people were annoyed because they really thought the Packers were going to come over and they wanted that big-name superstar. Um, I think all three of these games are going to be great games of football. There are no blowouts amongst them. They all look pretty level. Uh, and, and we've got some massive names, massive superstars coming over in every single one of those games. Precisely. So, yeah, I think they all look great. I'm probably most looking forward to seeing the retooled Jags, though. I think that's uh, just because watching them win last year was such a treat. Yeah. That- that uh, that's that's what um that that's kind of my feeling right okay. some of these questions are things we could do a whole bloody show on but let's just go through them all uh, <laughs> robert wasteney which division is looking most competitive Ooh. now that for me doesn't mean best that's just most competitive i.e i can't choose between the four of them who's going to win it and it's going to be boring because it's a, t- a team and a division we've talked about so much already today yes yeah, the uh, afc south it's the AFC. Who would have thought that in two years... The, <laughs> who would have thought that in two years the AFC disgrace could become such a powerhouse? It's a Leicester-like rise. <laughs> it is a Leicester-like rise. That's our third Leicester mention in one show. Well done, buddy. Well done. We are sick. We are so relevant. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I genuinely... That means, guys, 
in the NFC East. Guys, there's, there's, <laughs> come on, there, guy. Come on, guys. There's hope for you yet. In one year's time, you could be the most exciting division in football. Yeah, the AFC South is... I Genuinely, you could put those four teams in any order, and I would not be surprised if that was the... Yeah. The only thing I'd be surprised about is the Titans winning the division. I don't think they're there yet. But the Jags actually have made enough improvement that if it clicked very quickly... I think they could win the division. I think the Texans, you've obviously got the new starting quarterback who we don't know what to expect really from other than four average starts that he had. And he ended up getting booted for the worst starting quarterback in the league. But what, um, they, what the Texans also have, if they've got an amazing backfield with um, Lamar Miller and uh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, what's the guy's name who got injured? Arian Foster. Arian Foster, yeah. He's, him. Well, he's, he's not re-signed with them yet. I still think that's where he could definitely end up. I think but, he'll... Oh, wow, yeah, okay. But uh, that's another interesting question. But yeah, that's... that's I, I, AFC South is my answer. DeAndre Hopkins, and then the two guys they picked up in the draft, wide receivers who look pretty good. Yeah, Texans are looking pretty pretty tasty, and I'd never rule out uh, JJ Watt. I think um, the AFC North uh, is is quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the AFC North is interesting with three teams and then the Browns are interesting because they're in such a rebuild mode and we, I want to see if making all of these picks has helped them in any way. But yeah, it, 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 they're, they're interesting for a different reason. Yeah. The but AFC is very interesting this year. Who would have thought? Yeah, and then the Patriots are just going to win it. It's going to be boring. Uh, yeah. uh, on the same thought, Alex Everson, who's a Reading fan, says, uh, are the Jags actually underdogs or would it be a disappointment if they missed out on the playoffs? I'd be disappointed. I'd be disappointed, yep. Uh, Neil Dutz Dutton asks, from your personal team, which free agent slash draftee are you most pleased with and least pleased with? Well, for the 49ers, we didn't really sign any free agents, so I can't really discuss that in general. Um, I liked both the guys we picked up in the first round. I think DeVoris Buckner will be a week one starter. I actually think that it'll be him, Ian Williams, and Glenn Dorsey on the line. I don't think everyone's talking about this Eric Armstead, DeVoris Buckner, uh, either side of that 3-4. I think that's a little bit too young. But when you consider those, and we still have Ahmad Brooks, Navarro Bowman, Aaron Lynch, who look very good. You know, the front seven, uh, okay, it's not great. It's not the level of some of the best in the league but it's an above average front seven now and i think that's only a positive really uh most disappointed and vexed with i understood years over the previous years when we were a good team why trent balky would go out and sign uh players who had injury issues uh in, go out and draft them and you, you had players like marcus Lattimore, uh you know players who they, they they could be a bit of a reclamation project, but the talent was there and it was worth doing it fine. But Will Redmond is a guy who we took in the third round, who I think we easily could have got in the fourth, if not later, who, yes, has potential to be a very high-end nickel corner, but he's coming off a knee surgery. And when you're a team who's in much of a, a rebuild as we are now, you've just gone a little high on a guy who's got the injury concerns. Um, otherwise, I thought their draft was a bit up and down in general, but they went and took a lot of linemen, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like you. I like what you've done there. I do. The the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. The most, the the one I'm least, uh, most disappointed about, uh, is a guy that we've let go actually in John Coon. Um, Coon, and that's not racist. It's K U H N. Um, I, I think he, he still had a role to play. He's a very very good team player. Um, 
great in the locker room, so I've heard. I think it was vital that we kind of kept him. It did, does mean that Ripkowski, my favourite uh, Green Bay Packer, will be playing more. But um, that's one that I'm kind of a bit bummed that we didn't didn't keep him. I know fullbacks are not high on anyone's sort of chart of of importance, but I think Except you can't, yours. apart from mine, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can underestimate the value of a guy in, in the locker room, but you never know. But People particularly always... when you, you guys have got Eddie Lacy coming back at fitness this year, and I know you've got Ripkowski, but um, just, I, yeah. You they want... re-signed James Starks, uh, which could have something to do with it, uh, who was a good sort of foil with Eddie. But, yeah, you do want a bit of experience and know-how and, 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 and still on... Still on that team, on that. Offense. I love teams. I love teams who play a fullback. I love that big. Yeah. pop a man up front, get him making a lead block. Love that. I love that, and I, it allows the linemen to then get up to the next level and make a block. No problem with that whatsoever. I hope he uh, finds a team. You never know. He might end up at the Jags. Um, what I really like about what Green Bay have done: first two um, draft picks, Kenny Clark from UCLA, Jason Spriggs from Indiana, a nose tackle, an offensive tackle. That's Going, moving forward in the right direction because so many injuries, not much depth on that uh, on that line last season, and now they're starting to address that. Let's keep Aaron Rodgers upright. Let's keep him fr- free from injury. Let's make a charge for the Super Bowl this year. Love it, love it. Right, uh, and finally, Chris has sent in no less than five questions. Oh, come on, Chris. I, I feel that that is uh, a little... So I'm just going to run through them and I'm going to pick the ones I like. So uh, most pointless stats in the game, he suggests starts. You played the first snap, wow, or pro bowl appearances. I think pro bowl appearances, I'll I'll just side with you on that rather than uh, yep. dealing with it. He asked a question about Dave Damashek that I'm not going to address. Uh, if you had, <laughs> okay. Because I met him at the Super Bowl and he was a lovely individual. If you had to pick one QB to save your life, brackets not on the football field, who would it be and why? I mean, Cam Newton, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's Superman. He's, uh, he is Superman and he's a very attractive man as well. So, you know, maybe he'd look deep into my eyes and we'd fall in love forever. Uh, he earns a lot of money as well. Wow. Um, uh, predictions for in which week Brandon Marshall wow. falls. I'm just trying to <laughs> comprehend what you just said. You're a disgrace. Predictions in which week Brandon Marshall falls out with the entire Jets locker room this season. Not going to uh, happen. I think, no, yeah, he has two good seasons with teams. It'll be, it'll be week three of next year, Chris. That's my answer. I um, think, it, no, I think he's found his place. I think he's found his calling. I think yeah, they understand each other. I, we've said that before. You may have done... I definitely haven't. Uh, but this is the one thing. If you had to choose one, which NFL coach would you have a wrestling match with? And do you think you'd win? Oh, I definitely would have gone for Coach Philbin. Uh, oh, yeah. He's so weedy. Yeah. But, ooh. Um, I would probably go Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is an interesting answer because he's an older guy. He's an older guy. I he's think he'd be quite strong, but he's kind of a cuddly guy as well. He's a bit like Fuzzy Bear. Okay, okay. Um, I, uh, Marvin Lewis, I feel like, uh, would would be a very non-violent. He strikes me as, as quite the... Um, Hugh Jackson, he's a lot shorter than me. That, that helps a bit. Uh, there's guys I definitely wouldn't take on. Bill O'Brien, I definitely wouldn't. He terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd agree with you there. I also wouldn't take on um, 
the Pittsburgh Steelers coach Mike Tolbert. Uh, what's his name? So yeah, yeah, Mark, yeah, Tolbert. Uh, Tolbert. T- no, not Tolbert. Not Tolbert, because that's the name of the fullback of the overweight fullback from the Carolina Panthers. Oh yeah, it really is. What's his name? <laughs> Why can't I remember? Tomlin. It? Tomlin. Tomlin. Oh god, guys, yeah. it won't be like this during the season. I promise do, you. Do you know who my real answer is, though? Go on. Pete Carroll. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah. That's my actual answer because I'd like to elbow him in the face. The motivation. Knock out that chewing gum. The motivation to take him down would be just too high. I feel the same way a little bit about Belichick, but yeah, it's got to be Pete Carroll. Uh, Good question to see. Chris, we got there eventually. Uh, Any other thoughts? Any other missives? Anything else you want to add, Ollie Hunt? No, I'm all done. Brilliant. Well, in which case. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Keep checking us out online, gridiron-magazine.com. The half-tour tickets for our tour are now available as well via there or via sportstraveltours.com. If you can't afford the full thing but want to come out and join us in the States for three or four games and uh, some good laughs and some good times, maybe some Thanksgiving food, tailgates, stadium tours, meet some ex-players, all that good stuff, then uh, you can find out the information online at Gridiron on Twitter. Uh, if you subscribe to us via iTunes, please do go and give us a rating. It helps us massively in getting more exposure. Uh, otherwise, I've done my shilling. Thank you so much for listening. This has been The Gridiron Show. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. Ramble Daily, where we'll be covering all of your horse needs. And there's more. Every day during the Cheltenham Festival, Betway are giving you the chance to win £50,000 in the free-to-play for-to-win game. Head to betway.com to play now. Up next, more horses. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. Full-time supply, 18 plus only, begambleaware.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.